Are you okay, Ben? Where is your sister? I need you to tell me what's going on. Fucking love that poster. Yeah. Like, tells you exactly what you're going to get. And that's exactly what you get. Yeah. Anyways, welcome everybody to Satanists on Cinema. Uh, we are your hosts. I almost forgot that we're hosts. Uh, we are. Satanist Cameron John, Reverend Campbell. Uh, Satanists on Cin- I can talk today, I swear to God, people. We're going to get through this. Satanists on Cinema is a film review and commentary series that crawls out of roadkill and uh, to climb into your skin. <laughs> To read these before I've been reading all goddamn day, and that's that's what's killing me. <laughs> Enter our tree of infernal reviews and become one with this witchy tale of possession, baby eating, and forgetfulness, so you won't feel shame in the morning. This is our spoil-filled review of the wretched, the wretched, spoiler-filled. If you didn't get it by the movie description or the intro content right there if you yes. haven't seen this and you don't want to be spoiled gtfo it, it, it is pretty weird actually doing one that's new <laughs> i know we've been doing so many old ones and we're just gonna go right back to an old one next week too oh yeah so yeah old 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 one <laughs> uh behemoth thanks for joining us in here clinton hey we're gonna pop that satanist on cinema cherry tonight oh god you tuned into this one i'm sorry just kidding. This is a fun one. Uh, dog, what up? How's it going, Zachary? Uh, you're changing your wheels? I hope your tires aren't all effed up. What's up, Lonnie? Fuck that. Okay. So today we're talking about The Wretched. It was released... Uh, well, originally it was uh, premiered in 2019. I think it was like June at Fantasia International Film Festival. It was released worldwide... Um, I'm looking for my notes and I don't see the date, but it was May 1st. And because of the COVID-19 pandemic, since no other movies were released and this one was, it hit the top of the box office, breaking in a, uh, a uh, exorbitant (laughs) 296,000. Considering most people pirate (laughs) shit, like that is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was, uh, the log line is like this. A defiant teenage boy, struggling with his parents' imminent divorce, faces off with a thousand-year-old witch who is living beneath the skin of and posing as the woman next door. I personally think that's a terrible logline. It is. Because they don't really face off at all. No. He's just trying to survive. Like, it's... I mean, kind of at the end. Yeah, no, that's... A little bit, but I mean, I... I don't even think that's facing off. It's still survival. He's trying to get the fuck out. At no point was there a Donald Duck, like, fisticuffs moment, you know? Is it Daffy or Donald that did that all the time? uh, It was Donald. Okay. Yeah, he was the angry one. (laughs) (laughs) Always, like, trying to punch people in the face. Like, you're a duck. You don't even have pants on. Dude, ducks are fucking evil, man, so that's not surprising at all. I saw a swan go after a guy's kid once. A Dude, I fucking so I went to this engagement party and this is totally relevant to the movie somehow guys right, so right. you need to hear this a couple beers in like we're all just having fun hanging out with the goats and shicks my buddies have a farm and then the ducks come out they get in their pool and 
you know, group of them decided to drown and then rape one of the ducks of the group. Whoa. Like they waited until it was dead to fuck it. Ducks Whoa. are evil. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and that's commonplace. Damn, man. Like I was like thinking they were going to be all traumatized and shit. And they're like, oh, no, that happens all the time. That's like you. Your ducks die all the time? I have no idea. Jesus. Yeah, ducks are pretty bad. Holy shit. All right. Never mind. Donald, do you, man. Uh, okay, so this is an American supernatural horror film. I'm going to jump right back into the <laughs> duck raping discussion. Transition. <laughs> uh, filming took, uh, took place in Northport, Michigan, and it's beautiful. I absolutely oh, loved it. Gorgeous. Um, it was written and directed by Brett Pierce, Drew T. Pierce. Uh, I'm going to assume brothers brett and drew yeah, pierce that's, that's that's safe uh john paul howard leads with his character ben and he's followed up with jameson jones as liam his father as he testify uh his father's girlfriend piper curda his friend slash love interest zara mahler uh the female neighbor abby and her husband played by kevin bigley and their kids Blaine Cockerell playing Dylan and Owen Thomas Pierce playing the baby Sam. So I, at no point in this film was it ever a mention of a thousand year old witch. It transports us back to the eighties mm -hmm. as the opening credits. I mean, dude, 35 years ago. I mean, I wasn't even born. Like I might as well have been fucking ago. a thousand years. <laughs> the whole time I was like, this is eighties music. Why are we yeah. listening to 80s music at the beginning of this show? And then it did that 35 years ago. I was like, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Which I thought was great. And then you go down to the basement, which was... Every time I see a basement in a horror film, I immediately think of Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, every time. They own the basement scene. Mm -hmm. Just Who else can do it like Evil Dead? Even the Definitely remake did it great. All right, we got to do that. Because I want to talk about this in just a second. Of, okay. All, like, Evil Dead 1 was the straightforward, like, horror version. Evil Dead mm -hmm. 2 was a remake of 1 with more comedy in it. Mm -hmm. Evil Dead, the remake, was a reimagining and reinvention of the original straight horror version. Mm -hmm. And in all of them, the basement plays this pivotal role. I just spit. I hope you guys didn't see that. Um, this pivotal role. And you didn't, you wouldn't think that they could completely outdo the first two evil deads but the remake made it into this whole new atmosphere was, with all dude, the dead was, cats and the fucking hillbillies and it was like the perfect cross between um dead by dawn mm -hmm. uh uh fucking uh wrong turn and then uh the descent it was crazy mm. as shit yeah it was so good all right so mm -hmm. back we're gonna go back to the rest <laughs> sorry this is going to happen a lot because there's a lot in this film that is borrowed from every other film. This is the horror version of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Just throwing that out there right now. It is it. I don't know the reference because I've never seen Hocus Pocus. I've seen um, when we went and saw that drag show. Mm -hmm. I saw the drag song performance of Hocus Pocus, mm -hmm. but it made no logical sense to me i just, just like oh cool a new song awesome yeah that's that's so funny but oh well um okay so anyway back we got to get back to this damn the wretched uh it got a 5.8 out of 10 on imdb it's actually 75 percent certified fresh 
on Rotten Tomatoes, which blows my mind. Because yeah, that's pretty surprising. I enjoyed it. I would never buy it. Mm-hmm. And so for it to get 75% of critics certifying it fresh is really surprising to me. Especially a oh, yeah. horror film. At what point did critics ever certify a horror film as fresh? Like, yeah, it's got to be no like shit. Rosemary's Baby or something. So, I mean, I was... Well, my question is with um, um, with their, you know, ratings, was that from Fantasia or mm-hmm. was that from, you know, now when it was released? Like, that's what I'm curious to know about. Because, I mean, of course, at Fantasia, like, everybody's going to rave over something because, right. you know, this is the exclusive. This is the premiere. Everything's amazing. But if, you know, the, the rating comes from, right. you know, seeing it know. now, it's a different story. And that's yeah. mind-blowing if that's it's interesting. from right now. Because yeah. um, I do think once it premieres at a festival, they allow critics to start putting in their two cents. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? All right. Uh, kind of cheesy, not really what you'd expect, says Robo Jack. He thought it was going to be more like House on Haunted Hill, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's some... Uh... Which house on Haunted Hill? <laughs> the first one's cheesy as fuck. That's very true. <laughs> I love it, but it's cheesy as fuck. Hold on. <laughs> oh, this is my house on Haunted Hill. Holy shit! Okay, it's not cheesy anymore. See? That was actually terrifying. <laughs> it's real! <laughs> it's real! Okay, yeah, you're right, RoboJack. Haunting. The Haunting had a good... Actually, um, The Conjuring had a good basement scene. Yes, the okay. Conjuring had a really good basement scene. But, okay, so, well, fuck, because it ties into in between the walls and shit, too, so would it count as strictly just a right, basement Right, and it's scene? more of like an architectural thing, and then we're getting to a whole new beast. Okay, let's get back to that. I don't know. The wretched. <laughs> we're going to finish this someday, people, and just bear with us. We're just going to talk about every other fucking movie <laughs> but this. Um. Okay, so anyway, the very beginning, it sets up where the babysitter goes to her babysitting gig. She hears something bump in the basement. She goes down to the basement and sees the mother literally eating the throat out of a baby. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The baby she's supposed to sit. So she was like, hey, I'm supposed to sit on that. Why are you eating it? And the witch just, like, turned and looked at her, like, scary. And she tried to run up the stairs, and the dad was just standing there like a fucking zombie and just closed the door. See, the and thing then... is, <laughs> if she wouldn't have tripped, if she wouldn't have done a typical fucking white girl thing and tripped, mm-hmm. she probably could have got through them. I mean, it's her labia. You know, they get in the way. That's true. It's a, it's a big problem with white women. Huge. Um... <laughs> like, it's so long, it's like dragging under the pant leg. Well, the thing is, it's the 80s. That's why they had uh, leg warmers, so you could stuff it in there and just fold it up. (laughs) That's That's why. Yeah, that's why I wear tube socks to keep my (laughs) head from falling out of my pants. All right. All right. Um, And that's where we're first introduced to the idea of the switch. (laughs) Uh Well, it's it's so perfect, too, like how it happens, because you think she's going to get away, then you see the dad. And he looks at her, slams the door, and then it cuts to the outside of the door, which is the symbol that's on the poster. And then the movie opens. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a strong fucking opening. So this this symbol of the upside-down A... Um... Oh, I thought it was the Vandals. I thought they really all liked the Vandals in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Okay. I love I the I don't Vandals. get the reference. Oh, my God, Adam. <laughs> It's it's a very good punk rock band. You should probably check them out. No, no, no. I'm sure you've heard them before. Yeah, I'm sure I have. God. Um, I've heard of the punk rocks. Oh, okay. So. As long as you've heard of the punk rocks, we're good. Yeah. 
Um, that this is like the very beginning of what I, I I started seeing about this particular version of a witch that I really really liked, and it's that it's not just a witch doing her witchy things, and you know personified by her own image. Um, mm -hmm. She's taking over other people, and then she's like manipulating them into zombies. And that's something you've never seen before unless you go way back to like White Zombie where the original idea mm -hmm. of zombies was they were like thralls essentially yeah. um, for someone, like a voodoo thrall or something. So I really liked that they pulled this sort of old school version of possession in. Um, but I mean, again, the, the whole taking the skin of someone is very Hellraiser. I can never get that out of my yeah, head. Yeah, no, that's fucking so awesome come to daddy that's <laughs> <laughs> so good i love that so much um hellraiser ah! we gotta do that one too um okay and then it opens up to uh the actual story the actual movie that we're gonna see so we see the young ben going to his father's place on uh in michigan who works at some like beach uh boat rental or storage place and he's going there because his parents are getting a divorce, presumably, although they never actually address it directly, do they? Mm -hmm. No. It's just all through... It's know. it's implied, yeah. and at the end, it's even more implied. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but almost like they might be able to work it out. I, I don't know. Yeah, but it sets up this place as this really kind of bright and happy environment mm -hmm. where it's a it's a beach scene, essentially, you know? I mean, even though it's the Great Lakes, it's still a beach scene. Mm -hmm. Um and he meets this really great uh, girl that works there, Mallory, who's super badass and smartass. And, you know, they just you get these really great teenage moments of this is just how kids talk and this is, you know, how they act. Mm -hmm. And then you get the, the douchebag group of kids immediately. Uh, you know, it's yes, like, the flock of chads. Yeah. If it was in the 80s, they would all have like upturned collars and polo shirts mm -hmm. because that's what douchebag kids wore back in the 80s uh, and uh, this is the modern equivalent where they come in packs and mm -hmm. uh, he's sort of attracted to this group but he clearly doesn't fit in with them and, and then when he goes back home uh, the whole time he's dad is really trying to connect with him uh, but for some reason you know he's either blaming his dad for the divorce or he's not able to get past mm -hmm. the idea of his parents splitting up but then he's immediately connected with the strangeness of uh, seeing the neighbor walk into the woods, the mom, with the older son, which is, again, a kind of a strange setup. And then it immediately cuts to them literally getting lost. And mm -hmm. she's like, hey, don't tell your dad we got lost. Um, yeah, I love that. I'll let you DJ on the back. way home. <laughs> yeah. Like, who? What do you have, like a turntable in your car? <laughs> what kids? That kid is not going to know what DJ means. That's true. There's no That's, way. I didn't even Disc think jockey? about that. Who the fuck? He, he's like barely out of whatever PBS cartoon kids are watching nowadays. <laughs> like that's how young he is. So I yeah. thought that was weird. The kid knows what DJing is. Um, and then a really cool scene, which is very much like a mix between Pan's Labyrinth and mm. Sleepy Hollow. Both great yeah, films. Um, where you see this old tree with a big hole in it. And you hear the kid's mom's voice coming out of the tree say, hey, come in here. Come on. Come in here. And then it starts to get aggressive. Like, you're going to be yeah. in trouble if you don't get out of here. Get out of here. And then the real I mom finally <laughs> finds him, grabs him from behind the tree. But you see this hand like grabbing from the inside of the tree like it's going to crawl out. 
and is the greatest. There's something so incredibly spine tingling when you don't see shit, but just mm-hmm. creepy hands crawling well, out of the dead. Especially in the middle of the fucking day. Like, that's something I don't think is used enough, and it's scary as shit. Like, to be bright, sunshine, happiness, and fucking lollipops, and then there's something scary. Like, that is so much more effective, I think. So good. And it wasn't even, like, what I loved about it is that it didn't start as scary. It wasn't like, <laughs> It was just like, hey, come on in here, check out this tree trunk, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was just super calm and casual. I was just like, yeah. oh, yeah, this witch knows how to do this. This is great. I like this witch already. Um, but then you have this forest. And so the forest is setting a scene as well. You know, there's... Mm. And this is something that I don't remember ever noticing in films before Blair Witch Project. So I don't know if this is just a trend since then or if it's always been that way and I, it's never really clicked with me. But the the series of the tr- like the forest, dense forest with tree limbs like half cut off. So it's like mm-hmm. it was like burned down or something. Where it's all just sticks instead of, you know, like tree vegetation and growth. Mm-hmm. It makes it look almost dead, but not quite dead. And it creates this eeriness to the forest that I don't ever remember pre-Blair Witch Project. And so it immediately takes me like, oh, they're doing that thing again. Yeah, no, about the only thing I can really think of that's, you know, standing out would be like never-ending story. But it's not like when you're in the forest and stuff, it's not like dense, dense forest. Yeah. Um, Robo Jack says Blair Witch Project is one of the best movies ever. <sighs> it's all right. I, I like it. I liked it a lot. I like what it did. I, I honestly, and I'm going to get shit for this and I don't fucking care. I liked two better. Wait, what? I am dead Book serious. Book of Shadows? I fucking love Book of Shadows. What? I, I used to get made fun of, uh, you know, back in the day, kids, there used to be this thing called Blockbuster Video where you would rent videos. <laughs> and, Dude, you haven't seen Hocus Pocus. Fucking, <laughs> let's, let's, let's call all it right, even. All right. But yeah, I used to get shit from the guys at Blockbuster because I'd rent it all the time. Wow. That and Halloween 3. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> the Halloween oh, that no. never existed. Uh, the Halloween that fucking should have existed. No, what, what I wanted to say about Blair Witch is that that movie was all hype. In a time when there was no internet hype before. Like, oh, yeah. it capitalized on um, um, uh, viral marketing before viral marketing was a fucking thing. I believed it was real before I went to see it. Like, oh, I was yeah. well, convinced. I mean, shit, this was towards the end of the era of tape trading. Mm-hmm. Like, where people would just send each other shit to watch or listen to. It was so good. Like, it's crazy. It was so good. And you go in to watch that, believing it's real... Mm-hmm. And I lost my shit. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. Holy shit, this is terrifying. And even now, I can just go back to that suspension of disbelief, that time when I watched mm-hmm. it, and experience it in the exact same way. And so I loved that I bought into it. I loved mm-hmm. it. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the wretched again. <laughs> so yeah, the forest really reminded me of that and those tropes, especially yeah. that, that V with the A upside down. I was just like, that's very Blair Witch. Like, mm-hmm. every everything about this film is the kind of the best parts of other good films. Mm-hmm. And so I don't well, really that, see Well, that's it why I think own. it's okay that we're discussing other movies with yeah. it because this is definitely a movie where the the writers and the directors really are horror fans, like huge horror fans because they just picked and choose from everything, not in a blatant rip-off or anything, but like, you know, loving tribute as yeah. it was. 
All right, dog brought up serpent in the rainbow, and I'm trying to search my memory if if that was as scary of a forest. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was. It's been a minute since I've watched that. Yeah, that's like my movies were so stupid in the best way <laughs> so possible good, yeah um and so uh i i love that they kept that trope because that's an old puritan belief is that mm -hmm. there's witches in the woods they're gonna steal your baby grind them up into like goo and then rub it all over them to to stay young and to get magical powers like that's that's the witch that i love you yeah. know the terrified monster not the jolly singing lady you know <laughs> which is probably why i never saw hocus pocus that's fair <laughs> um but that being said, it gets weirder from here because mm -hmm. they end up, you know, roadkill hitting a deer. The truck is fine, uh, even though Ty, the husband of Abby, is a little bit concerned about it. But she's, uh, and I love how the kids watching how you field strip yeah. a deer, how you gut out a deer, um, how you clean a deer after you've killed it. And she's like, no, I got this. And so she leaves mm -hmm. it on the bed of the truck, cuts it open and must have punctured the guts or something because it just like rotted, spilled out. Or it's infected, of course, by the... Mm -hmm. And so this is where I was a little bit curious. Is the witch just a part of nature so she can transport through it? Or was she dormant inside that deer to begin with? I would imagine the the prior, like, that's kind of just how it seems. Especially because she's so tied to the tree. Yeah. Um, to the point where once she disappears, the tree disappears. So I just kind of figured that was almost her way of, you know, doing the whole vampire thing of, you know, invite me in. Mm -hmm. And then she inevitably did. Yeah. So I, I mean, really... she got that black cum stain on her face. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how she got possessed. That's true. Yeah. You got to you got to dodge girls. Mm -hmm. Just saying. At um... least close your eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's, I've it's... never got the whole facial thing. I don't think that's sexy or do you want to get a facial at him no but even like looking at like you know how there's like the whole genre of girls having it done to them i've never mm -hmm. gotten that like i think that's gross i don't i don't i'm not down with it and that's white mm -hmm. you make it black and it's like ooh, it's this butthole stain mm -hmm. gross. and you know it smells funny yeah it just looks yeah. like it smells funny Ugh, it's just bile and beer farts <laughs> like those two mixed all right, so... Um, That's pretty rough. <laughs> we see uh, the witch, the fingers again, and the forearms climb mm -hmm. out of this deer carcass. And these are the best parts for me. When you see a witch... Because I've never seen this before, at least not in this way, of a witch, like, crawling out of a corpse. Mm -hmm. I just thought it... Like, I clearly I've seen it somewhere, because it existed before. 
but mm-hmm. I can't think of it. And it, it, I love it to death. It's just such a, a scary thing that it's like it's like a Mary Poppins carpet bag. You know, you can pull anything yeah. out of it. <laughs> well, and the great part is too with this one is they don't actually let you see it. Like all you see is the hands come out, and then it pans to underneath the truck, and you watch more viscera fall out, and then legs drop. Yeah. Like that's just that's how you do a fucking monster. Like less is definitely more. That's really what I loved about this is that they treated that trope of not fully revealing in full light of day the monster. Mm-hmm. I love that. And and they re- did a really good job. There's a couple scenes where you see the face, but even it's in deep shadow and stuff. Yeah. And so and it's it's very like um I don't know how to say it. It's like this um it's like a creature more than it is uh, a human being, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's crawling around and it's super thin, like, like sickly and ghostly, like a wraith. I mean, it's just, it's very great creature design. I thought, mm-hmm. um, and the way it, it portrayed where the kid is in his bed and here's this around the house, like on the roof and stuff. And so he goes out to check out and see what it was. Um, and he sees, uh, like something rush over to the neighbors under their porch it ends up being a raccoon, but the creature is sitting on the porch as the guy then, the owner of the house, Ty, flips the light on, or the renter of the, the beach house, uh, flips the light on. He's like, hey, kid, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, get out of here. It's late. And then, of course, yeah. the witch is gone. But she Can I just say out. one thing about this fucking kid? Yeah. Like, he does not know how to spy on motherfuckers. <laughs> like, if you're going to be a creepy fucking boyer, yeah. like, you hide. <laughs> just plain and simple. I feel like I'm being watched right now. <laughs> Are you watching me right now? <laughs> I mean, no, that's weird. I do it secretly through cameras. You won't even know if I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I can see your penis. Um, sorry, right. people. It makes one of us. <laughs> sorry, people. Um, so, yeah, so it becomes this sort of cat and mouse game where the boy is con- just completely convinced that he saw something. He doesn't know mm. what it is. And then this witch, like, possesses, takes over, um, crawls into the skin of the mother and takes her over. And so her... Okay, hold on. Because there's a great scene I want to get to before, when before she gets possessed, mm-hmm. where it's the baby so monitor, where she hears the baby crying and it just shows this black and white of the baby's crib and the baby in the crib. Mm-hmm. And then she goes over to the door. The baby stops crying. And then she goes back into her bed. And then she sees the baby cam, but it's slightly off cant. And there's a shadow at the head of the baby crib. And the whole time I'm going, there she is. There she is. There she is. Oh, my gosh. She's right there. She's yeah, right it's there. It's so obvious. Wouldn't you fucking and know? Shauna, the whole time, was like, what? Where? What? I was like, really? Ah, it's right there. And then the eyes open. You're like, ah. yeah. It's like as soon as she rolls over to go back to sleep, the eyes open, and then that's when she presumably eats the baby and fucks mm-hmm. with the camera. And so she then goes in to check on the baby at a later date, and she gets pulled underneath the crib, and mm-hmm. then she is possessed by the witch. Um, well, before then... that, like the horror of her finding her baby. Yeah. Like she goes like, huh? That's weird. I should oh, yeah. open this bundle. The and then it's just bundle a bundle of sticks. Of sticks. Very Blair Witch again. Mm-hmm. Very Blair Witch. Um, I'm sure it's been done in other horror films too, but that's what it stuck in my head. And, and that's when we start to realize that she's not just turning these people into zombies. 
she's the witch is possessing one and then mm-hmm. making everyone else forget about the other children so she never gets caught everyone she just like whispers in their ear like you didn't have a baby and they were like <laughs> yeah i wish <laughs> oh, okay yeah and then everything's fine like what baby what the fuck are you yeah. talking about and so when the kid goes over and he's like starting to talk like hey where did the kids go where's your kid and the dad is like i would never had a kid i don't know what the hell you're talking about and he's like there's something wrong here <laughs> it's like full scooby-doo he's just like yeah. i don't understand what the that, hell is that happening. was he was very fucking scooby-doo-esque i yeah, yeah he wasn't very you, to your point he was a very bad person to like watch. So the the little boy really latches on to to Ben, um, <laughs> the Abby's son, who first heard the witch in the tree trunk, and so he clearly notices his mom is acting crazy because she's trying to get him, and uh, so he runs over to the neighborhood uh, boy Ben, and he's like, uh, "Don't tell her I'm here. Don't tell her I'm here." He's like, "What are you talking about? What are you doing in my house?" And then the front door, and he goes to the top of the stairs, looks down to the open door with the storm door closed and he sees Abby, the mom standing there saying, is he in there? Bring him out to me. And then he runs down there and stops her from coming in. And she's like, uh, I, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was something like you made a big mistake or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and then that's when the dad shows up. Yeah. And then the kid stupid. comes running out. Stupid fucking kid. Which that kid, I mean, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. Like what the hell is your dad going to do? Clearly he's the bitch in the relationship. Yeah. Like, that was set up from the very beginning of the movie. When your little brother is missing, and no one is making a fuss about it, especially your dad, why would you then run to your dad, who is not even remembering that you had a baby brother in the first place? But this Well, presumably, the the, I don't think the boy knew he was missing his brother. Mm. Like, the whole reason why he was there was because, um, you know, the day after uh, What's-His-Bucket saw the witch... He was talking to the boy about not going underneath the porch because he's sitting there with a oh, the bat or something, yeah. knocking it around. And you know, he, when he runs into him at work, he tells you know he's like, "Hey, you want some popsicles, little boy? All you got to do is make sure you tell me when something's weird at your house." Because totally weird. not creepy at all. Weird, molested. So that behavior. that's why he's at his house. Yeah. Um. Then there's this weird intermission. So we've already set up that there's Mallory, this, mm-hmm. you know, kind of cool, um, weird girl that he works with at the docks. But we mentioned the the preppy kids, the asshole douchebag chads. Um, there's this weird intermission where the chads invite him to a party the night he's supposed to be having dinner with his dad and his dad's girlfriend, mm-hmm. new girlfriend. Um, and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go to the party. And they go to the party and he gets way wasted, and then this girl that winked at him once, like, it put, invited him, drew him into the pool, and then he's wearing tearaway tidy whities apparently, because she just, like, slips him off without any fight, without any yeah. fuss or anything. None of that, like, ankle-catching, hopping on one yeah, leg. That's the thing. Like, how the fuck did she do that? Like, that's skills. <laughs> Especially because the dude's, like... He's got one fucking arm because he broke his other arm yeah. and it's in a cast Keeping so you can't put it under water. there. How the hell are you going to stabilize yourself? It's like you mm. know what the fuck she's doing, man. You're standing yeah. there just because yeah. your eyes are closed? What the fuck? Yeah, it was weird. And then he was like, uh, so you're going to get naked too? And then she like runs out of the pool and all the chads are standing there. Ha ha, turtle dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this weird. You didn't Dude. need that at all. No. 
And I, no. I, I don't know if it was, it was meant to be a, a moment of in, in isolation for the character. Like, okay, you can't go to outside kids anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you realize that everyone else here either thinks you're full of shit or thinks you're a douchebag. And so you're, you're focused on just your house and the neighbor's house where the witch is. Mm-hmm. Or they just threw it in there because it's like a kid show and they wanted to show kids being kids. I don't know. That's kind of my guess. Like, it, it really didn't add anything to the story. Yeah. Um, really... I mean, it could be argued, you know, the connection with Mallory, but it's like they could have done that without the party. Yeah. Like, they fucking work together. They spend at least eight hours a day together, if not longer. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. But then he ends up, you know, making it with Mallory um, via uh, um, Starburst. Hey, you know what? It's a fucking smart kid. He's already <laughs> passed his years. Yeah. Like... He listened. That, that's how that's how women work. You give them candy and they they don't hate you anymore. <laughs> that's how I've been married for <laughs> as long as I have. It's all through candy. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I just like the idea that he listened and he got her the flavors, like a mm-hmm. bag full of the flavors that she loved, and so she immediately turned around. Okay, you're not a douchebag for liking that other clearly slutty girl that wasn't into you. She was into mm-hmm. the chads. Um, uh, but it also meant that she is now tied into this sort of mystery with him because the minute you get into any form of a relationship, no matter how tenuous, you're going to get killed too or something's going to happen. We'll get to that. Sounds about right. So um, from this point, it really spirals out of control. I mean, the the hook of forgetfulness is never led, like leaned on enough in my opinion, to pay off the end. But I did like mm-hmm. the twist. Yeah, it it definitely made the twist more effective, but yeah. it also just kind of was like, could have hinted towards it a little bit more. Yeah, and they dropped a couple tiny little things, but it wasn't enough to... Because here's the thing, I don't want things handed to me, but I want mm-hmm. them to there to be enough instances where you can make a logical leap. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, when you're watching, um, what's the one with Bruce Willis and uh, he was dead? Six Sense. Six Sense. There was tons of little clues that if you weren't paying attention, you would never pick up. But they existed in hard form so mm-hmm. that when you go back, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like two. And they were just rough yeah. ones. And so, like, the only one that made any sense was the dinner plates. There was three dinner plates that were eaten and a fourth that he sat at. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, wait, three plates? Why is there a fourth plate there? But that was the only one that ever made you think anything, mm-hmm. which I was really upset with. And so, again, the witch making you forget about the young children that are being eaten is key because he's starting to tell his dad, look, there's something wrong. You got to see this. And they, they're like breaking into the basement of their neighbor's house. And uh, there's actually a really great scene where um, the witch, her, the, the, the skin was sagging off of oh her my. bones. God, that was, it was, just that was probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, and so she had to yeah. find another skin. Never tells you who she gets, but it's only like there's only one other adult female. So Yeah, and it's like two <laughs> seconds later that it happens anyways. Yeah, so dad's girlfriend becomes the new skin uh, suit. But the, there's really great effigy in a basement. I really dug that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that looked really nice. You know, anytime you get like bundles of sticks and skulls and stuff, it's going to be good times, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Can't, just, can't go just wrong fun with stuff. That. Um, and the dad finally realizes, okay, something is fundamentally wrong. And um, they're running around trying to uh, both avoid being killed by the witch and to trap the witch. Um, and for some reason, 
this part is starting to fade from my memory. I can't remember when he tracks her back to the tree. When the kid does? Yeah, when Ben does. Because um, Mallory's sister, little sister, mm -hmm. was taken by the witch. And everyone was just like, okay, well, she's gone, so who gives a fuck? But as soon as um, Ben's little brother, right? Or was mm -hmm. it... Was no, no, it... no, no. It, it was the... Shit. Who was, was it Dylan? Or was it Ben's little brother? I, no, because he was already gone. Yeah. Well, no, we don't know about Ben's little brother until the end of the movie. Right. So then it was Dylan. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was. Okay. All right. So this is how he gets to the tree. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I just watched... Yeah, last fucking night. Stone Cold Sober. So, well, that's probably the problem. I forgot. Um, so what happened was uh, the dad ends up killing the witch. And it breaks the spell on their memories mm -hmm. and then you know everything he, he remembers seeing the tree or something like that so that's when they decide to go out there but he remembers that he has a brother mm -hmm. throughout this whole film his brother has been with him and his mm -hmm. dad but he never put the pieces together because the witch made him forget about his brother and so his brother mm -hmm. was abducted by the witch so he goes to rescue his brother again no one cared about mallory's sister not even brought up. It was just like, oh, she's missing. Okay. Oh, he did. He cared. I don't remember that at all. It wasn't until he got in well, there and he saw her still yeah, the, alive. Yeah. And then yeah. he was like, oh, well, I better go back now. <laughs> but up until that point, he didn't give up. No one cared. He's just like, oh, there's a girl missing. Who cares? They well, shit, she didn't even. Like, that was, yeah, the, the, that was the crazy part when she's at the playground. And she's like, hey, Mallory, watch this. And she just keeps walking. Yeah. That was cool. It was very strange. And so anyway, he goes back down in here, which is very um, um, Pan's Labyrinth, where he crawls mm -hmm. in, finds his brother, breaks him out. And then, you know, the witch is like trying to get him too. He finds this sister, brings her out. And then they like burn the tree down from the inside, right? No. Uh, so he, you know, he poured gas before he went down. Right. And then he told Mallory to do a... Uh, thing of salt around it right. and then as he's getting out the witch comes up and he's already pumped a bunch of bullets in her and as he's getting up his dad crashes into the tree mm -hmm. and that that's how the tree burns because cars wow i don't remember that at all. yeah because he so the dad gets stabbed by the witch right and then they kill the witch and then and we're glossing a lot of the minutiae but it's, eh, I, mean, I mean, it all, it all happens really fast. I mean, there's even a cop sequence, which is where the gun comes from. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> which Fuck that cop scene. I'm going <laughs> to fucking bitch right now about one thing like this movie. It's okay. But I fucking hate movies that have unnecessary because there is necessary. I will say there is necessary, but unnecessary animal violence and unnecessary rape. I fucking hate movies like that it immediately takes me out and makes me want to just not finish the fucking movie mm -hmm. and this was very unnecessary i don't give a shit that dog's biting you you kick the fucking dog but he instead goes out of his way to get his gun and shoot the dog right bullshit fucking bullshit yeah stupid cop uh well he he got what he deserved didn't he yes he did, he did at least. <laughs> I mean... so that was that was nice that was a little bit of poetic justice where he blows his brains out don't ever kill animals in movies. Yeah, so Sean's saying we made a comment about where the dad comes flying out of nowhere when the truck 
hoping mm-hmm. those kids move before he runs into the tree. Yeah, yeah, because the kids yeah. were right in front of the fucking tree, and the dad's like, fuck it. Ah! Well, and, the, and you see Come it on. very clearly, like, coming up the hill. Like, there's the headlights. You're just, uh, should we move? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Again, oh, like, wait, Austin Powers with a big steamroller. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> that, that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, that dude... Like, you couldn't have, like, honked your horn or shouted, move, I'm going to ram the tree. And the kids are just like, do, 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 oh, and then step aside and then hit <laughs> it. Like, yeah. they would have been collateral damage right there. It's so mm-hmm. weird. Um, anyway, <laughs> I actually kind of liked the film. Uh, so that's that's really kind of the end. And then, you know, there's this, you know, little secret flip where uh, it ends up where Mallory is then infected uh, with the witch as this sort of closing scary moment. But Which I don't get that because it's like everybody else. It made sense. Mm-hmm. Like this one, there was no time necessary. Well, actually, you know what? I'm taking that back because as everybody else is leaving and the trees burning, she does stop, turn around, and it almost looks like she's listening to something. So never mind. Yeah. But yeah. But again, you know, the witch needs to feed, so mm-hmm. she's got to find a new host, and, and so she does. Um, the Strangers was awesome. I loved The Strangers. I loved me some of The Strangers. That was a great film. Strangers. Was that the one with Liv Tyler? Yeah. I fucking hated that movie. I thought it was boring as shit. Shut up. I need to watch it again. Did you really? I, dude, I, it was, um, there's only ever been one movie I've ever walked out of, but that was a close second. Whoa. Like, yeah, Jan and I went and saw it in theaters and it's just like, oh, I love it. fucking awful. Film. What the fuck wow. are we watching? Okay. And we watch bad movies. <laughs> Yeah, weird. All right. Yeah, I, I need to see it again. I, I always try like not I've to. I've rewatched that over and over again. I love it. What's that? I've rewatched it many times. It's still good. Yeah. See, see, I haven't. Like, I, I always try to not fully judge a movie unless I've seen it twice. Yeah. Like, if I really hate something, I have to watch it again to make sure that I hate it. Huh. I haven't been able to bring myself to watch yeah. that again. I'm the same way with um, bad lays. I got to get two of them in just to make sure it wasn't an accident. <laughs> yeah, well, because you don't know. It could have been you. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I get nope, it. I get nope. It. You biting my junk. That's a, That was a bad lay. All right. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> um, no, so that's the end of it. So there's a couple things that I really loved about this. Again, um, I loved the, the way they tied the witch mythology to the Puritan or origins. Mm-hmm. And then they tied in the voodoo zombie aspect that was never tied into witches before that i'm aware of i really really like that um i love the visual imagery of the witch's lair the witch's effigy the way she climbs out of the tree and out of the the carcass of the deer um they really treated her as a terrifying entity and i appreciated that wholeheartedly even though the film around it didn't do so well um to her and then i just loved seeing that really great, you know, and there's a bunch of them where you see the skin is deteriorating that she's yeah, wearing. That's just and so it's beautiful. It's rotting because it's fucking human. I mean, Ed Gein knows all about this. Like, you <laughs> can't just wear people's skin without it going bad. Yeah, you gotta tan it and shit yeah. first. Duh. I mean, that's that's what he, that's why he was so good, is that mm-hmm. he treated the skin before, not like this witch who just... Well, duh, how else are you gonna make lamp fixtures and shit out of it? True. Can't just put the fucking shit on. Yeah. That's just stupid. <laughs> Ask where the fabric comes from next time you go to a swap meet. Because mm. <laughs> it might be a Fuck grandma. <laughs> Whatever, I'd wear it. So what were your favorite parts of this film? Uh, so, yeah, it was it was a good film. Like, uh, we'll talk about it at the end. But mm. they're really, the dog scene ruins it for me. 
even though I will give them this, we see the dog at the end on the mm -hmm. pier with the old man, and he's just wearing a bandage. So the dog's not dead, but still, there was no point in shooting that fucking dog at all. Just obviously, he's trying to drown a kid. He's evil. Mm -hmm. We know this. You don't have to kill a dog to prove that he's evil. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I mean, all in all, like, I really like the film. Uh, definitely my favorite part um, is, like, the the isolation scenes of the mother after she's been possessed. Yeah. Uh, like, when she's in the shower, her back's cracking, she's trying to adjust. Like, right before she comes out and the son realizes, whoa, that's not my <laughs> naked mom. That's yeah. something inside of my naked mom. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the scene where she's in the red dress and the witch realizes, fuck, I got to move on. Um, so, you know, the eyelid starts to droop and then you mm. see the witch's eyelid. Like, that shit's fucking beautiful. I love that. I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. So what were your least favorite parts of this? Um, obviously the dog. There was definitely that. Yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, it really... There really wasn't anything I hated about this movie. It just wasn't... I don't know. It, it, it was good. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, I think my least favorite part was the, the, the whole Chad's sequence. Like, there's no reason to have that. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand it creates discord with his work environment, um, and it creates a little bit of will-they-won't-they they with Mallory, but it, it was really just pointless. And mm -hmm. you could have spent that time investing more into the terror that either... Um, Abby's family or Ben's family was experiencing from this witch. Mm -hmm. That I think would have paid off the the story a little bit better. Um, and so that 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 was Miley's. It just it literally went nowhere. Yeah, no, that it, was. You didn't learn anything from it. It created a tiny moment of discord between Ben and Mallory, but it was resolved in the next scene. So yeah, it wasn't even necessary. It was yeah. it was the canto bite scene of this movie. Oh. <laughs> like the movie would have been perfectly fine without that yeah, yeah. It literally well, added nothing <laughs> but it definitely didn't add anything to it um yeah so i mean should we do ratings or what What else do you want to talk about with this thing i mean really what else is there to talk about it, it's a good movie it's not a great movie yeah. i managed to rent it for two bucks oh really i didn't well yeah i, I had a bunch of amazon credits oh, so nice. it was two dollars for me um so i mean it was worth two dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it. I, I, I might buy it for like five bucks, but <laughs> that uh, even then, I don't know. All right, so, how many banana stickers are you giving this bad boy? So originally, I would have gave it three, mm -hmm. but then they shot the dog. That's an immediate minus half a banana. Absolutely. So two point five bananas. Two point five. We got stickers now, stickers. motherfuckers. We gotta add a. We gotta add a sound effect now. We gotta do it. I mean, just, just take that sound bite. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Motherfuckers! Uh, and I'm gonna give it a full three. I didn't mind, uh, I, I didn't even consider the dog violence. I thought the chads were much more egregious than the dog. But, um, I, I was drawn into, like, the witch mythology itself. And that overweighed all of the bad stuff about it. And so I, I loved the imagery of that witch. And I love a witch story that stays true to the origins of witches, where they are primal wilderness creatures. They're mm. not, you know, made up beautiful vixens luring you to their bed. I mean, they, they want to fucking eat you. 
They don't yeah. want to make a love to you. So I loved that part of it. Um, and that's really it, because it's not a great film, but it's okay. Yeah, I, it's If you, I don't have to pay for it, I'll watch it again, but I won't pay for it again. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, whenever it goes to Shudder, I'll probably watch it again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm sure. Yeah, it's, I think, I don't know, I guess for me, I think it would have been more effective if we hadn't really seen The Witch. Like, just kept yeah. her in shadows, because I fucking hated her face. I thought that was a stupid design. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of it either. It's It very much looked like Dr. Satan when the mask is pulled off. Mm-hmm. Which was, again, another great film that this borrowed some you know character design from, which mm-hmm. it's just not necessary. I don't know. It, it just kind of bugged me. Yeah. But other than that, I thought it was great. Um, so that's it. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Nah. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you guys so much for ignoring our conversations and talking about your favorite movies in the chat. I noticed. <laughs> They're just like, fuck this. We're just going to have our own conversation. No, that's fine. Because that's, that's what this movie was. This movie makes you think about other great fucking movies. Yeah. It really did. Just yeah. plain and simple. So that's. They're just taking our cue, Adam. All right. All right. We'll take my next cue and let's get naked. Woohoo! Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining. If you like these, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like and share the video if you want. Sign up to the email list and you can find out what we're going to be talking about next and when we're going to be talking about it. And uh, I guess that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in live. I appreciate you guys' time and attention. This is going to be on podcast format tomorrow if you don't want to watch the show for whatever reason. Probably our faces. But whatever reason. Hold on. Now everybody will want to watch it. Oh, look at that. Baby fucking Yoda. Yeah, now mm. see, all you people listening to us, you just missed that. Yeah. You should watch us Yoda. and then listen to us. He just birthed it right in front of the camera. I saw, totally it, did. saw Cameron's vagina straight up. <laughs> I haven't shaved in a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. Thanks. Till next week. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Again, no outro video. Just. Oh, man. I totally thought we were going to do a review of our review last week. <laughs> Yeah, just that face, man. Like, she was so much more terrifying when you didn't see her face. Mm-hmm. When it was just shadows. Like, like especially the first, like, the scene on the porch where you yeah. just see glowing eyes. Like, that shit's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That was really scary. This, mm-hmm. you can tell it's a prosthetic going off of her nose mm-hmm. and then cutting off where the nose cartilage should be back like an inch and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's it looks like a stupid mask. I don't. I just don't. Yeah, just just shave her head, give her a Gatling gun. I'll call her an M&M.